Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota of Brookhaven has been voted best new car dealership in Southwest Mississippi four years in a row. Come see the difference. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota of Brookhaven, we deliver. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner, and I don't forget you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app, and of course, you can always find us too on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch good things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. And I say it all the time: if you're not with us on the Good Things Facebook group, you're missing out. It's where we post. The the best headlines and get the conversation started some days. And we did that today. We've got 2024 looming, but it's not here just yet. So we still got a little time here in 2023. And I always like those good positive reflections at the end of the year. Sometimes you like to think about, are they, they, whoever they are, brings up maybe the major stories or topics of the year. And they're not always nice. But this is good things. And there are plenty of wonderful blessings that have happened over the year. So I have challenged you to share your three good things of 2023. They can be personal things that happened to just you within you and your family that maybe uh, brought you blessings or joy or just were good altogether. Or you may even look further and it could be a good headline or something good that happened to the greater community or whatever it may be that you would like to pause and remember during the last couple of days of 2023 to get started over on the good things facebook group we've got jimmy who says life like i mean not to get all philosophical and stuff but that's like a big deal if you're just still here. <laughs> yeah, I was going to put something in the same vein on mine, but I didn't want to be morbid. Well, I mean. And so I, I reworded it to another trip around the sun with friends, family, and all the other folks I care about. And really, at the end of the day, the good things we tell you at the end of each day here take time for the good things. And it is a way to close out the show, but it's also what we hope that you do and in part is take time. And usually the good things are the little things, and it is just surviving like well maybe hopefully you're thriving just a little bit too but but making it through another year to me is a good thing i would i would put making it to 40 as part of a good thing uh for me this past year not i rem- uh, remember the names of individuals who didn't make it to graduation day uh they're 2002 at terry high because of unfortunate wrecks or other scenarios and so i think about them often how much their loved ones or themselves would have liked to have turned 40 this year with the rest of us born in 83 and even though yeah it's kind of like that weird middle age age where you could look at it like half of your life is potentially you're going on the other side. We don't want to say necessarily over. Oh, I've got glass between you and me so I can say this. You're now officially over the hill. You're now officially over the hill, and that's fine. You made it, right? Like, 
and you have an opportunity to make the next 40, 50, 60 years as we've celebrated many people turning, you know, three digits here on on good things. The best yet. You you take what you learned the last four decades and then you hopefully you put it to good use to the next four and you make them as memorable as possible. Jimmy also mentioned pets. I don't think we give our fur friends and fur babies enough credit for how much joy and just goodness that they bring to our everyday lives. I mean, you may be like us. We come home and it doesn't matter whether you were gone for 30 minutes, three hours or all day. Usually your fur friend is like super excited to see you no matter what else is going on. They are very in tune with just being in tune with the present. And if you sit down and just let them climb in your lap or give them a good hug or, um, you know, um, a good scratch or just realize they can remind you hey like come back to the moment right here it's it's definitely a good one speaking of of fur friends and pets i have to say bailey my first middle child she is six today so she was the first unwanted blessing that came into my life in terms of of fur friends if you've been with you'd have to have been with good things from the beginning to know that story but it's not the first pet that has just showed up my husband's just showed up at the house with this one was on valentine's day but she was born today in december and then she showed up at our house on valentine's day without warning and was given to then my five-year-old as oh happy valentine's so i couldn't return said puppy but she has like most unexpected blessings they become my baby she's she's mine so she's six today and jimmy also rounded out his top three in 2023 with family and i think if you got a good family around you even if it's big small or chosen then you are blessed going into 2024 what else did you add rhino i I interrupted you on your first one well my first one seems kind of silly especially in light of like life and family yes we got the big ones out of the way so now we can go to the petty good thing we got the the petty good thing on the to top my list is the success of the one piece live action exposing my favorite fictional story to the world in a way that everybody can absorb it a little easier i think that's that's not petty i think that's cool that's something that you that brings you joy that you really know that people would like if they would take the time to get into it and then to watch them to connect with something, you're like, it's been here all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, here it is. And for it to get the recognition that you believe it, it, it rightfully deserves is always a good thing to sort of witness as well. Tim from the 662, you still got a big one. First grandchild, big old baby boy. Congratulations on that. That is definitely something good to celebrate as you go into the next year. I'll have to say Christmas will look a whole lot different. Tim, for your family come next year than it did this year, depending on, regardless of the age, the first year is sweet. It's that next year and the next year that it just keeps getting um, sweeter with that. You let us know, 601-879-4395. Tell us three. You don't have to do three if you can only think of one or two. Uh, that's fine. Just uh, And it can be petty or selfish, but what are some good things that happened to you in 2023? Like I've, my last one. Yeah. I managed to use... All my vacation days for what? the first time ever. That's, hey, that's celebratory. You did it. So many have gotten. Burned them all. Burned them all. Well, if you don't get to keep them, then it's smart to do that. But I know Use them or lose them. Use them or lose them, I think, is a good, it's got its good and its bads when companies choose that. I know some companies don't. They let you stack them. And I get why some of us do that. But when you do that, what if you never make it? Like, I mean, you know, they're there for you to sort of take and then 
and enjoy. Um, and I think that it's a good, it's always a good time to take some time off and rest and uh, reset, and, reset decompress. and decompress and sort of all the things. Well, I found some headlines of the top feel good news stories. These would be national news stories, but some of them I'm like, wow, that triggered my memory for other things that happened here in Mississippi. One of them was, and you may remember these. I mean, when you start looking back over an entire year, you realize, wow, even though January 2023 feels like yesterday, that was a long time ago. Like when you, like, you know, like, wow, that, that was, that was kind of a long time ago. But this is a, you remember the FedEx driver that rescued the man from a burning car? This happened in July in 2023. It happened on Interstate 15 in San Diego. But that quickly reminded me of the good story that we had of the Good Samaritan who was in Texas, but she lives here in Mississippi, who rescued a gentleman who's in a wheelchair from a car in front of her friend's house that she was staying at there in Texas. And they have remained um, best buddies. Obviously, that made national news as well. I am slipping her name, but still, um, that was something that happened, similar happened here in Mississippi as well. Another one was a scientific breakthrough, helped a woman speak for the first time in 18 years after a stroke, which if you've seen that video, it's absolutely heartwarming. Also, all the videos you see of children who or people who get to hear for the first time or see for the first time due to medical technology and improvements. And I also read where over the last year, we've really seen great advancements in certain areas of medicine due to 3D printing, some other sort of small breakthroughs. So it's kind of exciting to see maybe where disease, I don't want to say prevention, but more of like um, diagnosis and then all early detection and diagnosis and then interventions and treatments are headed with sort of precision medicine, which is really um, some exciting stuff and headlines that we can all be excited about that happened over the last uh, the last year. And that will just keep compounding it. NASA astronaut breaks record for longest trip to space by an American in 2023. It recorded 355 consecutive days aboard the space station. It's a long day of work because that is work. I mean, you have to be, we've talked about it before here. You got to be committed. Oh, yeah. I mean, just think about some of the simpler things you do in your day-to-day life. And how complicated it becomes when you try to do it in space. Like, for example, sleeping. When you go to sleep at home, you lay down, whether that be on a futon or a couch or a nice big bed. You put Lay your head on a pillow and pull the blanket up over you and catch some Z's. In space, you climb into this claustrophobic mummy bag and Velcro yourself to the wall and just, you're there. And the lights are still on. Mm-mm. No, thank you. And that's just sleeping. That's not cleaning yourself or your bodily ablutions or anything. <laughs> that's a big word. <laughs> but you know what it means. But I absolutely, we all know bees like to be away from their place now. So, you know, think about that. If you're in the space station, you can't even be a bee. You have to, anyway, stick with us. We got more good things for you coming up next. You know.
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Good things. Don't forget, you can stream us live. We are sh- live over at supertalk.fm. You can also stream us from our Super Talk Mississippi app. And you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. But there's also a, th- a ton of content from our Super Talk Mississippi YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube. Or you can go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. You be surprised to be surprised. Be sure. <laughs> be surprised. Surprised and subscribe. That's what we should say because you never know what will ding up or you'll see. It is free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and of course the good things happening here in our state. And that's exactly what we're celebrating and talking about today as we're winding down in 2023. It's always good to reflect back on the good stuff that happened, even in the midst of all of the hard and heavy headlines that just seem to loom over us every single day and compound and snowball there's always those good bright lights of things big small selfish if they're good to just for you or then there's no petty good thing that you can share too petty of a good thing that you can share here on uh the show today 601-879-4395 um loving birthday so one thing i would say is a good thing is another year with one of our favorite listeners jeff tubbs he's a longtime listener and friend of good things today is his birthday he shares that with my fur friend or my fur uh baby uh, Bailey. And so I'm not going to share your age today, even though your friend Tina in New Albany <laughs> asked us to reach out and say um, happy birthday to you, buddy. But we are wishing you a happy day. It's always a good day to have another trip around the sun. Happy birthday. mentioned there, um, Rhino. Some of the other top feel-good stories of the year, you might remember this one, making headlines. Daughter surprises dad by seeing by being his kidney donor. How she kept this a secret, I'm not sure this happened in Missouri, but she planned, she was, uh, her dad, she planned to donate her kidney to her dad who was diagnosed with a type of kidney disease that obviously led him to need a transplant, and she had it under wraps for months as an anonymous donor, and then they showed up the day of. Obviously, you have to, you, 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 face, you can't hide in the, I guess you can hide. I want to say it, was, it wasn't until after the surgery was done, and he was in the hospital Maybe bed, so. and she came walking in with the IV, because she was That's hooked up it. to it, too. You are correct. So she made it all the way to home plate before she let her dad know that it was her. Well, I mean, once it. you go in for surgery, you're, you're back there. You're yeah. not really aware of everything else is going around you so as long as he went in first and then she came in yeah it makes sense it makes sense and then that's an incredible story and a, and a true gift there's been several headlines throughout our year of living donors who have done the same there's one incredible one right now going on i don't know the details i'd have to do better by it but it was a a i think like a, a wife who was trying to help a, a husband or even a coach something anyway it ended up being two swapped like two families who wanted to be donors weren't matches for their prospective family member but they were perfect matches for the others and so yeah they got to still sort of it was a great 
smorgasbord of good live donations um, that happened here. You hear that all the time. What greater gift than than the gift of life in that way? Not just the gift of life, too, but the gift of home. You may remember this one, Rhino. The virtual cat dubbed large cat anyone has ever seen. It was 40 pounds. Finally got adopted. You have porch cat. How much effort goes in to getting a cat up to 40 pounds? Oh, that would require a whole lot of overfeeding and a whole lot of understimulation, I would imagine. Because, I mean, Porch Cat could probably, I mean, we both could probably afford to lose a few, but she may be 12, 13 pounds, so 40 pounds for a cat just seems unwieldy. So its name's Patches. And it's the largest cat anyone had ever seen. Hundreds of interested applicants were up for the challenge of putting the 40.3-pound feline on the path towards a safe and a healthy weight. And obviously it made national news. And she is reportedly down now to 28.63 pounds. And I think it's by a good diet and long walks Oh yeah, every day. So I don't think there was anything um, aggressively. Well, when done. animals get to be that size, when 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 pets, especially smaller animals, are that overweight, a lot of times it takes serious work and effort on the part of the vets. Like they'll have to utilize the little animal uh, treadmills with the they're underwater they're in a tank and you fill ah, them up with yes. water up to like the because of their knees and joints right so it, it, it takes weight off the animal but they still do exercise and plus you have the resistance of doing it in water but it's it's a lot easier on them because 40 pounds is a lot of weight for the little joints of a cat's legs absolutely and i guess it would it would keep them from daily living activities not being able to jump or be limber or all the things and cats do love to clean themselves and if you had a roly-poly cat that big they would probably have a hard time cleaning themselves and as much as i love to see my fur friends get things on the table and enjoy it and i'm look preaching to the choir here but keeping them at a healthy weight really does help with their longevity and feeling better you may feel nice and comfortable roly-poly, but <laughs> usually her fur friends prefer to be within a normal weight so they can be out. Better off a little bit more svelte. And a little bit more svelte so they can keep their their um, bigger as they get a little bit older. Although there are some breeds you just feel like were just born to be lazy, basset hounds being one of them. Although you say that, I say that, and I have heard that the first few years they are not. It's not until they get older that they become Nice little snuggly lumps of love um, that just look, they have the little lawyers. You just can't help it. Here's one for the year, if you may remember this one. Teen saved sister from attempted kidnapping with slingshot. I didn't, I don't remember this one and I didn't see it coming, but hey, 12, a 13 year old Owen spoke about how he used a sling, slingshot to prevent his eight year old sister from a suspected kidnapping. This is a Michigan teenager. He was hailed as a quick-thinking hero after he saved his younger sister during attempted kidnapping in May. He had a slingshot in his hand. He saw him talking to his sister, pulled it out, and did, did what any good brother should have done, took it into his own hands to keep him away. The 18-year-old suspect pleaded guilty this month to one count of kidnapping is now no longer on the streets to be able to harm anyone else pretty cool stuff so many good headlines here in i just pulled that one up and the the timeline of events are interesting if if nothing else so apparently 
the young Michigan boy, David, Mm -hmm. who had his slingshot at the ready, was playing a video game when his little sister went outside to look for mushrooms. And then he paused his video game, looked out the window, and saw a stranger trying to grab his sister. Quote, I'm like freaking out, and I'm scared, and I had to do something. Yes, you did. That's strange. There's a lot of odd things happening in there, but hey, at least he was there. He grabbed a marble and a rock and opened the window and hit them with both. So he's a good aim, too. He's a good aim, too. I mean, what would you do under that situation? I don't know if marble and rock would be the first thing that I grabbed, but he's also, what, 13? Right. So he grabbed what he had, and at least he recognized that, hey, this is not a good situation for my sister. And he did it all with a clearance sale slingshot that cost his mom $3. Whoever wrote that story should get Googles. Because they just really found the details that were that were necessary to make that headline um, that headline even greater. I'd have to pull them up, and I don't have them. But there's also all the crazy headlines over the last 2023 that you just makes you go, oh. and that feels like it could have almost went kind of like in that direction. Where oh, what were people thinking? I agree on the ceasefire text line from the six six two. Sounds like divine intervention. It does. It almost sounds like, well, it was a 13-year-old and 8-year-old recounting what happened. But the 18-year-old perpetrator, it's considered that, he pled guilty. So I guess he was, in fact, trying to kidnap his sister. You just, you know, as a parent, you get a 13-year-old and 8-year-old, if there's slingshots and all things involved and probably a suspected kidnapping, it's like, now, what happened? If you didn't actually see it yourself... You learned as a parent to kind of not take everything to heart, to kind of read between. Got to keep a little bit of a grain of salt. Got to keep a little bit of a grain of salt, particularly if you didn't actually see it happen, because their fish stories will get their fish get real big real quick. And then the storm gets rough and then there's no boat. And we, you know, all the things like, you know, it gets kind of gets out of hand, you know, immediately. But. It does sound like the young man was had his sister's best intentions at heart. Sitting on G, waiting on O. And <laughs> he'd been training with that slingshot for years. Imagine if he had a tomahawk or a, who knows what else, just sitting there. I don't know, but anywho, all right, celebrating twenty twenty three. You guys stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. This is brave. This is bruised. This is who I've been to be. This is me. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Once upon a younger year, when 
And all our shadows disappeared The animals inside came out to play Went face to face with all our fears Learned our lessons through the tears I'm scared to ask Is this what I think it is? What is this? You probably recognize it once it's just the chorus. But is it what I think it is? I don't know. Ever since you told us here on Good Things that your first <laughs> television show was Thundercats, I always think this song is the... But it's not, right? right. No. But it would make a good one. I get it wrong every single time. <laughs> But it sounds like it would be the perfect lead-in to some show called Thundercats. I'm just going to randomly play Thundercats one day. And, and I'm not going to remember. I'm, I'm, you're not going to notice it. I'm not going to notice it at all. And I thought that's what you were doing Until now. Until they say it. Until you say it. <laughs> and that's what I thought you were doing now. I was trying to be on top of it, but I was not. And that's okay, though. Uh, welcome back to Good Things. We are streaming live over at Supertalk.fm. And also find you on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. I always talk about how I share the cool things over in the Good Things Facebook group. And one that's gotten a lot of traction is um, some photos that were taken of the Metro Center Mall. You may remember that mall. I, I didn't realize how far that mall transcended for everybody in the state because I guess this would have been the mall of the 80s and 80s 90s and 90, yeah. for sure, right? It's there. It was right off the interstate there in uh, South Jackson, and it was an inside mall, and it feels like many of you traveled to it to maybe do your major shopping, maybe if there weren't malls that had picked up around or if you were coming through or passing by, it just really had a, a larger reach than I think I recognized. But me being a child of central Mississippi, that was our mall until other, obviously, um, uh, places for you to shop sort of started popping up. And then sadly, as so many things do, there, there's always an end to a good thing. And it wound down. But the creepy thing is, is how well, like, the inside still remains the same? I mean, obviously, there's no shoppers. There's no, like, signs for the actual stores. But some parts stores, of it look untouched. But some parts of it looks untouched. And so there's this photographer that gets the opportunity to go around and um, snap photos of abandoned buildings. And then, obviously, that's his gig. He then talks about them or shares and all the things. So if you want to go down memory lane, you're welcome to go to the Good Things Facebook group and find it and go through. But, again, I was just struck at how how much that one particular mall just represented such a generation of how you shopped, how you spent your free time. And maybe for you, it wasn't the Metro Center, but maybe in your area you had um, like Bonita Lakes Mall and Meridian comes to mind as being very similar, a very central, the mall in Laurel. um, I can't remember the name of it, but it, it also has the same vibes where you have that one sort of indoor shopping facility that kind of had all the, Macrays or Dillard's or back in the day, Gafers um, or Macrays before it became Belks and sort of all J.C. Penney's. And it's where you spent your Christmas time. It's where you went and hung out with your friends. All those boring stores. All those boring stores. And then you had the great stores like Hello Kitty and Mrs. Annie's at, um, uh, Pretzel. And you had the cookie store and all the things. I always too. loved going to the mall, but I hated going in Macrays or Belk or like... I don't want to be in here. Let me go to the arcade. Let me go to the video game store. Let me go to the candy shop. David said they drove from Grenada to Metro Center and Mall of Memphis. So, And you probably loaded up and then would come down for that 
you know, for special times. And usually back to school shopping may have been one or um, for around the holidays, obviously, too, would have been would have kind of been another. But, but I mean, even growing up in Tupelo, Tupelo had a mall for a big chunk of my childhood. I think it was built. I, it was built after I was born because I remember taking a trip up to the mall while it was being built and just driving around looking at it. But it opened relatively early on in my childhood. So we had a, a mall in Tupelo. And I have tons of fond memories of that mall and doing stuff in the food court. And you go in the food court and take a right, and you got the video game store. You take a left, you got the cookie store, the carousel in the middle, all that kind of stuff. But we would take trips to Jackson for, for choir or coming down to the Natural Science Museum or something. And on a trip with a bunch of school kids, like a field trip, you got to stop and eat somewhere. Why not stop at the mall for the food court? And we would always just scarf down the food as quick as we could to go to Diamond Gems, the arcade at the Metro Center. And I can remember, too, you just talk about things that you remember of, of those. Because that was back back when p- parents were a little more latchkey. I mean, imagine your parents just dropping you off at the mall and a quarter in your pocket for you to be able to call whenever to come get up, you know, come pick up, be picked up. And money for food court snacks now. I get it. You fast forward today, and that's like the vein of some people's existence if kids just running the mall. But it's for some reason we weren't as terrible. It didn't feel like in the eighties, <laughs> or maybe. Well, just, we weren't trying to get invisible internet cool points on the Tiki Talks or the Instagram. No, no, not at all. We really were. If we were showing out. We were showing out for the small group of friends we were there with. And if it got too out of hand, an adult that we didn't know but probably knew our parents would come over and tell us to calm down. Yeah, but that was like the big thing, um, the big thing for sure. And you just, you know, you have different shopping establishments now. Obviously, you've got more of like the outlet malls. And then it transitioned into your um, outdoor like where the the doors were outdoor shopping versus sort of like the indoor shopping. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it just felt like an entire generation just was reminiscing over over those photos. But again, it's just eerie how it has completely been left almost untouched over all these years. Well, you look at the pictures and you, you see like, all right, something's been done with the floor. Like they've taken up tile or they've taken out something here because you just see bare concrete on the floor. But then you click at the next picture, and you've got those columns with the decorations halfway up, and then at the top it looks like ribbons, but they're metal. or, And it looks like it's brand spanking new. It does, and it looks like someone could come in and just sort of renovate it easily and then bring it back to life, although I recognize there's a lot of... A lot of barriers to sort of doing that now, but it's also kind of sad to see, you know, to see that that is where how it sort of has ended up. Someone said the mall in Laurel is Saul Sawmill Square Mall, and it's still doing pretty well. That's correct. That's the right name. David said the mall in Memphis had ice skating. Oh yeah, and you had which mall had the um, carousel in it? There was a mall that had. Tupelo's Barn that, Crossing Mall has a Tupelo carousel. Is that Tupelo that yeah. had, the, had the carousel? I think the Metro, the arcade, was the big deal in it, um, as well as it's just being the Metro Center. So at that time, it was a significantly larger shopping experience than most well, other Well, I mean, malls. even the mall in Tupelo, it's a one-story mall. It's, it's long, and it's got corridors, but the Metro Center was a two-story mall. It's like, wow, this is, this is swanky. 
So Orange Julius, Foot Locker, Chick Fil A, all of that was at the the Metro Center Mall. If you remember that, Sam and Tupelo said Barnes Crossing Mall opened in 1990. Would that be in Tupelo? Yes. Barnes Crossing. And there were actually two malls in Tupelo before that rhino someone mentioned. Granted, they weren't as big. One was the Midtown Point, which is now, and the other where the Cadence Bank Center or the Bancourt South Bank Center was previously is. Yeah, now. the one the one that's Midtown, I remember going to it, but it was – I remember going to it and its decline because Barnes Crossing had already opened. Because like we said, Sam reminded us Barnes Crossing opened in 90. I was born in 85, so I didn't have a whole lot of time from 85 to 90 to go to Midpoint and have memories of it. So if I – if and I'm not that – I haven't been around that long, too. I know at least in central Mississippi you had Candlestick, what they call Candlestick Mall, and then you had – there was another mall of – Jack Jack the Mall of Jackson, I think they what they call it. But they were much smaller, like small little strip mall kind of things. And then it felt like came the era of – the indoor shopping mega mall kind of um, your metro centers, then your North Parks, then your sawmill malls, then your um, the one and two below that they sort of Barnes mentioned. Crossing. Barnes Crossing. I, I know we're missing a ton of them, but it felt like that became that era of you go inside and you get it. Like it's this whole other world that they've created on the from trees and fountains and escalators and all the. You know, it just felt like you just completely were uh, transported into something different and it was unique and it was a special. And then the food court who, you know, that was that was it. You, you, everybody was happy if you went to the food court because you didn't have to just pick. Because other than the malls, like where is another food court besides what? Airports? That's, that's a, I mean, yeah, you, you might have an airport food court. Most of the time, that's not even really a food court. You're going to have some in this terminal, some in this terminal, some in that one. I'm, I'm trying to, like, where else would you have a food court other than in a mall? Like, could you and say that a mall And when declined, created... usually the food court was one of the last things to go. Like, it was one of the last things that a mall had that was still getting people in there. The Galleria, Dan and Hasberg thinks... In Birmingham, also had ice skating. Dan in Hattiesburg, is it Turtle Creek Mall there in um, in the Pine Belt? I think it's still up and kicking and doing uh, fairly well, if if I remember correctly. Um, all right, you guys stick with us though. We got more good things for you coming up next. And I love to live so pleasantly. Live this life of luxury. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs> you set me up for success, and I appreciate it. But can you 
I mean, I know they're not the two different. They're two totally different things. The song that brought us in last time and this one. But it still feels like if there was a resurgence of Thundercats, they could use the other song as a more updated version. I don't know. It sounded like a jungle with animals and all things. I wasn't going to play it, but I figured since we're talking about malls in the 80s and 90s, I might as well. You might as well. Absolutely. And that's what we are. If you're over on the Good Things Facebook group, you may have seen the throwback photos. And they're really not throwback photos. They're of the Metro Center Mall. You remember that place? And it's a he's a YouTuber or some photographer. I don't know. I don't even know how he got clearance to go in there. But he gets the opportunity to go in and snap photos of abandoned buildings, and which is really quite eerie. But it's eerie how much it hasn't changed on the inside. Just there's no people and there's no stores. And so it just brought up for a lot of folks. It's got a lot of uh, traction just reminiscing and remembering your times going shopping there, which just opens up that broader conversation of even if you never visited the Metro Center Mall, there's not a person listening. I can't. Well, that's painting with a broad brush and maybe there is. But I feel like the majority of us, if you were alive in the 80s and 90s, you have memories of going to a indoor mall. That was like you looked forward to going to it for a certain store. Your mom drug you there for back to school. There were escalators. There were cookie stores. There were icy. It was the way to spend a Friday night. Yeah, I mean, it was absolutely. Many were connected. There was a movie theater near. If it wasn't in the building like I know it is there at the the small sawmill mall there in Tupelo, I'm not Tupelo, excuse me, in Laurel, there it was nearby, either across the street or right around the corner. Because what would you do? You would go and kill time before or after the movie, you know, sort of at the mall. It made it all sort of accessible. And it's like our kids will just never have that. Like they will never have that mall shopping experience that was the 80s and 90s. Mike in Collinsville said the most thriving mall from the 80s would probably have been Edgewater Mall there in Maluxy, which still has fairly good business location, location, location for for that uh, particular mall. But yeah, I mean, um, it's still doing really well. And many are, but there are some who have seen, um, seen better days. Someone mentioned uh, another one. I think that has since been um, demolished. The original Hattiesburg Mall was the Clover Leaf. Someone said Greg in in Hattiesburg, but now it's uh, the Turtle Creek Mall, which I think it's still doing fairly fairly well. I I liked the experience, but the, I mean, y'all remember back when? I guess it would have been my Grays, Gafers, whatever. Um, I don't know if your malls had those Gafer girls. Y'all remember that? You were either in or you're out, and they had the little fashion shows and all the things during during certain I times of years. Out, so I don't remember that. You don't remember that? Um, well, they didn't have many sun, sun options. <laughs> <laughs> Usually mom or daughter fashion shows. But back in when you would go shop, you would then go and leave your gifts that you just purchased at the Belks or the Macarays or the Gafers, or the JCPenney's or the Dillard's or whatever it may be. And they had like gift wrapping stations. And I think for something very reasonable, like 50 cents or a dollar, maybe a gift, you got it like professionally wrapped. And then many of your, your moms or aunts, whoever, that's how they made side money. Like during the holiday uh, time was to sit back there and wrap for a couple hours at a time. So you would leave all the things you just purchased with these strangers, right? And then just assume. When you came back, because you can't see what's on the other side, <laughs> that you are taking home everything that you asked to have have wrapped, and you it would was go, a simpler, less cynical time. 
And you, so you would go and either finish your shopping or go to the food court or, or do whatever it may be while they – or go take pictures with Santa and Mrs. Claus because they were always in the middle of the mall. That's that's back before you had all of these, you know, uh, no nothing against the individual Santa sessions and all the things that have, that are more popular now. Used to, if you wanted a photo with Santa – You went and or, got in line. Or at the Easter Bunny, you went and stood in line in the mall center – for however long it needed to be, you got what you got. You didn't throw a fit, and you had to pay for the pack. There was no digital copy. Got that little plastic keychain with the picture in it. Yes, and you got whatever was printed out right then and there, the little wallet sizes or whatever it may be, and um, that 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 was your Santa and Easter Bunny experience um, as well. And it was not all the options that we have now and. They didn't always look realistic or happy to be there, to be fair. And the more kids you had in the picture with Santa, the more likely you were to have a kid making a face. Oh, absolutely. <gasps> Do you remember Olin Meals? Did y'all have Olin Meals in your malls? Which where you'd go and take the family or you'd have the glamour photos? I know you didn't. Ha- I know your mom didn't put you through the glamour photos. Somebody just gasped with memories. <laughs> oh, I'll have to dig out some of those glamour shots. That was terrible. Shame on our parents for putting us through that. <laughs> but those are things you would find in the mall. Dan and Hattiesburg, Gaper Girls, had forgotten all about them. See? Look at the things that I brought back to light for you today. Not 2023, but that was back in the 80s. Good times. All right, stick with us. You got more coming up next. You got the boys with sports talk from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.